Giddy Up with Gareth Hall. On Giddy Up, Facing the Breeze with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. Oh, the two biggest opinions in the game. Unbelievable when it comes to harness racing. Thanks to Gareth Hawson Hound, full of the equine essentials. Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer join me on this Tuesday morning. Ants, hello to you. Yeah, good morning, boys. And hello to you, Jack Trainer. Yeah, morning, Gareth. Morning, Ants. Now, I don't know. I don't I don't want to brag or anything, but giddy up all week, Ants and Jack and was just G Hall and D Carroll were just declaring that horse in the Ballarat Pacing Cup. Um, they bet $21 and started, what, $4, Kanina Pravlima. And once David Moran went to the front, went 31-7, like 32.8 in a, in a grand circuit or close to a grand circuit race like that. It's just completely getting away with absolute dead set murder, D Moran. And we all know that he gets away with that from time to time, D Moran, when he can get to the front. But, um, and then he sprints a final quarter in 26 seconds. He was never going to get beat, that horse. No, you're right, Gareth. He, uh, you know, really good run at Shepherd in the week before and, you know, looked the uh, leader on paper. And as you said, you know, Dave Moran, he's just a, a great, great driver and um, handles a big occasion, you know, superbly. And his record over the last five years is, you know, as good as anyone's. And Kerry and Morris, she's done a wonderful job with this pacer, Jack, because I thought he was really competitive, say, in an inter-dominion, but he seems just to be getting better. And as you always tell us, gate speed, it's the best asset to have in the sport. Yeah, that's right, Gareth. It's a horse that's been well-traveled. He's been to a few different trainers. And, um, yeah, since Gary Ann and Robbie Morris have, have had it, he's just gone to another level. And as you said, he, he was ultra-competitive in the Inter-Dominions, probably just from bad draws. And um, now his gate speed's managed to get him in the race and some, in the right spot in some good races. And, uh, yeah, obviously Dave Moran stole that first half of that race, but the horse has improved out of sight. So I'm sure I'm looking forward to our upcoming carnival with him. His leap to fame, a good bet. The Hunter Cup at $2, Ants. Like, after looking at a few of his opposition of late, you've got Don't Stop Dreaming, five, Catch a Wave at seven, Hot and Treacherous at $8, Better Eclipse at 17 Seattle at 17 Ladies and Red at 17 Act Now at 20 to 1. My name is Jeff. He might be the value at 20 to 1. He went 148 and changed there at Menangle the other day. Um, but leap to fame, he was impressive at Albion Park. He probably has another run there before coming to Melbourne, but... Jeez, it's hard to see him getting beat, despite the draws. Yeah, yeah he's a benchmark, Gareth. Um, you know, he's the one they've all got to beat. You know, obviously, barrier draws at Melton always play a part, but, you know, he's just a great, great horse, and he can make his own luck, and, you know, there'll be no uh, 64 or 65 halves if he's in the race. No, unfortunately, I don't think those horses, like, yeah, I, um, I think he'd be, yeah, he'd be winning... You'd be winning a hundred cup unless he draws thirteen and say catch a wave draws the pole and gets away with an easy first part of that race. Um, talking about horses that flew, what about my name is Jeff? Now I'm just having a look at the so he's twenty one dollars for a hundred cup. Miracle Mile, he is what four dollars fifty second favourite. Is he coming to the hundred cup? Do you know that, Jack? No, I'm not sure, Gareth. Um, I, I don't think so. I think okay. Grimo's just going to sit here for him. Uh, stick him to the mobile miles and keep him at Menangle. I know the Miracle Miles obviously his main aim, but uh, he hasn't said anything to him about going to the Hunter Cup, but that's not in uh, concrete either. Well, I'll tell you who could be a bet then. South Coast Arden, he's at $26 for the bet 365, well, Miracle, with bet 365 for the Miracle Mile. He only went down by like a, a nose to my name is Jeff. And 
that type of time would nearly win you a Miracle Mile, Jack. Yeah, he, he went great on Saturday night. Obviously, he was only second up from a spell. And um, as you probably know, most of the Paul special runners, they just get better with racing. Um, they still look after them, you know, like, like to look after them in those lead-up races. So he was an eye-catching run. And hi, my name's Jess. Obviously, I'm beating out Menango over the mile. But it'd just be interesting to see when, when they step up in class a bit. Um, obviously, with a few of the better ones being at the Inter-Dominion, and obviously in these country cups races in Victoria, he probably hasn't clashed with the top shelf Australian harness horses yet, but he can definitely run the time. He's got the gate speed to do it and he's got the right training to train him. So he's definitely not without a show. Now, Ant, you've got the the resume to have a, a strong opinion on this. Just believe. Where do you rate him amongst the very best that you've seen in this country from a trotting point of view? Oh, well, his record's outstanding, Gary, didn't it, over the last sort of 18 months, but He's probably not a. He's probably underrated. He's not a glamour horse. Yeah. Um. You know, like some of the ones in the past. But God, he can't do any more than he's done. And um. Now he's just head and shoulders above them at the moment. He, as I said, he just parks up outside them, controls the race, and and then just trots away up the straight. So, you know, he's uh, he's a plain looking horse, and nothing, you know, eye catching about him when you look at him. And but he's he just gets the job done week in and week out. So. You know, as I said, you know, he'll be judged at the end of his career, but God, he's uh, he's got a great record already and he's not done yet. I don't think I can, like, you, you can't underrate him anymore. He, he's a, definitely a champion of the sport. He's a two-time Inter-Dominion winner, Inter-Dominion winner. He's a great Southern Star champ. And I think that he's, and I think he's respected on the world stage now. What he did overseas was quite remarkable, especially as he got deeper into that preparation. Geez, Ants, I'd love to see him back over there again. Yeah, so would I, Gareth. And I know everyone's talking about, you know, the slot race in Cambridge, but with the timing, he can probably do both, you know, like it's six weeks before, you know, the elite lop. And he only went over to Sweden a couple of weeks before it last year. So I guess it'll come down to money and the costs. And I know last year's trip was really expensive, you know, for the connections and that kind of thing. And Greg, you know, been away for so long from his business here. Yeah. So those things will probably play play a part. But you know, I think timing-wise, he, he can probably, you know, easy enough to do both. Yeah, maybe we should get a sponsor for him. I know it's not cheap, but, like, I think it'd do wonders for the sport in this country if you can see one of our horses um, be really competitive and make an elite lot final. I think he's going good enough to do just that. But as you pointed out, it's not easy. Where it's like three days, basically, from door to door. So it's, a, it's not easy for a horse to perform at his best um, under those circumstances, but he's definitely come back a better horse since that trip. And what did you make of Call Me the Breeze? That was the French trotter having its first start for Anton Galino and Yabby Dam Farm in this country. He's a big type of gangly trotter, but um, looking at him, and you would know better than I, Ants, but it looks like he'd be better for the run. Yeah, he was great, Gareth. You know, first up against that class and looks as though he just got hanging a bit on the last corner and, you know, just believe got a warning. But when he got straightened and, you know, he stressed out, he was really good to the line. So he'll only get better with that run as his first run for a long time. And as you said, he's a beautiful looking horse and got all the credentials. So, you know, he's one that's, you know, definitely going to improve over the next sort of month sort of thing. I want to play you a replay from Maribyrnong there last night. Um, roll the tape there, Julie. Rock and roll Opal further out to Nazola and Eastbury Daisy Park Lane in front, but his flat and the soggies collapsed through on the inside. What she had a 
Unbelievable. Um, we apologize for that audio, but you got the gist of it. Brendan Laney calling the action. Chris Alford was driving in that final event there at Maryborough. He's seven off. I see. Yeah, I think he's seven off. 8,000 wins, which is remarkable in itself. He was driving um, Park Lane and the sulky broke. Um, now, Jack, that would never happen to you. I was probably a little bit worried, like, but it would never happen to you, would it? Like, I, I've never seen that before. Yeah, well, it's something that you hope never happens to you, Gareth. It's um, sort of heart in the mouth sort of stuff, isn't it? And Chris is obviously so lucky that he got out unscathed and that he didn't have any horses, you know, riding behind him or or flying up behind him or beside him because it could have ended it a lot worse for a lot yeah. of people. But, yeah, it's something we probably – it's hard. It's one of those things that's sort of hard to – probably hard to um, prepare for. And most of us drivers nowadays have our own gigs and everyone tries to keep them at a – high standard and I'm sure if someone noticed a crack or something weakening in it they'd be straight away to get it fixed but it's probably one of those things too um, it's not like a car when the engine light comes on, it's one of those things that might have gone unseen mm. and uh, yeah obviously like I said Chris is just so lucky that it didn't it didn't come off second best No it was, it's unbelievable really Ant when you watch it live and he's on his way to 8000 as well so everybody's watching him these days, the great puppet yeah, yeah, well, just very unusual, Gareth. It's, um, you know, these American carts have sort of been around, you know, 15 years now, and there's a lot of them around the country, you know, probably, you know, hundreds and hundreds of them, probably close to a thousand. And, you know, luckily for us, it's it's only happened, um, you know, this is probably the worst occasion. I have seen a couple of others that have, have done it, but, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, when you're working with metal and that kind of thing, it's always on the cards, so... Just something we've got to be very vigilant about. And, uh, you know, luckily it's a bit like the jockey's breaking a, an iron, you know, or a stirrup, yeah. you know, it's, you don't know it's going to happen, but when it does, it's uh, pretty scary. 8,000 wins. Can you believe that someone can achieve that? I remember when G Lang surpassed, I think it was 5,000. Everyone thought that was impossible really, but now he's like Alfred's got to 8,000 and it, and he, and he's sort of been at his best after 50. Yeah, he's just a marvel, isn't he? Like his worth ethic and uh, his competitiveness and, you know, integrity, that kind of thing. He's just the all-round package. And, you know, I'm lucky enough to drive against him every day or most days. And he's just so competitive. He's as hard to beat in a, a maiden up in the bush as he is in the group one. He just loves winning. And, you know, and as I said before, his worth ethic, he just goes to, you know, as many meetings as he can, drives all sorts of horses and, you know, he's just been a you know a real icon for the industry. I'd love to sledge him. He, he would he would be a dirty <laughs> loser, wouldn't he, Ants? Oh, he gets plenty of that. Yeah, so he's uh, not yeah. not hard to wind up, but uh, you know, he's a great competitor, a great value in the drivers' room, and um, I think it's a privilege for all of us to be driving against him. Hey, Jackie, any chances, brother? Like Ants is just tipping winners for fun for us. I point one once again. Um, have you got one for us? Nah, just quite still quite, <laughs> Gareth. I, 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 I'm, I'm struggling to get a drive at the moment, yeah. so I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I'd rather not see you in the wrong direction. Well, stop hanging out with Jackie, oh, all right. Then. <laughs> um, have you got a horse for the race for us? We need one for SCN. Can you help us? No, Grimo, I think you've given all your slots to Grimo, haven't oh, you? Oh, Mr. Bean, he won't get back to us. He's unbelievable. He's un like he's a hard man to catch. I was actually going to say when you were talking about a sponsor for Just Believe, I was hoping that you weren't going to put your hand up. Otherwise, his plane ticket might be like my UFC and Melbourne Cup ticket <laughs> not arrived. Hey, be patient. You never know. We'll come your way. Hey, good on you, brother. Merry Christmas. Thanks. Hey, Ants, have you had a winner for us? 
Uh, yes, yeah, skip, skip to me lose racing really well. Gareth, he's in at Cranbourne on Friday night. The fields aren't out yet, but uh, he's he's due to win, so uh, hopefully it's Friday night. I don't know what my show's coming to. I've got Anthony Barton, Jack Trainer, two great Kiwis, and now J Max about to join us. So this show's just getting um, taken over by you Kiwis, but we appreciate your time, Ants. No, anytime, Gareth, it was a lot of fun.